What is good, my loves? Hey, Divine Dolls. Hope you're having an amazing Saturday morning or whatever day you're going through or whatever, whatnot. So, um, I found three really good, um, like, art news clips on, um, on black women. And so, I'm gonna do them bit by bit. Y'all know my phone is on its last leg. I got an eggplant phone <laughs> coming on um, Monday. So, I could have driven to a, a nice hotel, not a hotel, a, um, a mall out here, but I was like, eh. And then um, it's the weekend. I'm not really doing too much. So I'm just going to let them deliver it to me on Monday. And so I'm kind of fighting the, the charger because it's not charging. It's done done. So, but I want to play this. It, um, You're going to see here it says group empowers black women to buy homes. I love this so much. Uh, one other thing I want to throw in here real quick too. Um, it's kind of like I'm working towards a goal. Um... But in the interim, I really want to encourage us ladies, like, I think even when you listen to, there's an, one in one of the other videos, it's it's women to women. So it's a Caucasian woman interviewing uh, a black woman. And it's like, you could still sense that sisterhood there. And I want us to be more woman-centric. With that being said, I also want to focus on more things that us women can do with each other, for each other. This is a great one. So let's jump into it. I'm getting a little bit better too. I'm going to go ahead and play it in its entirety. This is three minutes. And then I'm going to circle back and just share what captured my heart. Okay. So it's called Black Women Build. Um, let's go ahead and play it. Oh yeah. So what I wanted to say is that it only has like 22 likes. So if, if you rock with me and you have a little bit of chance, just go, just pay it forward, you know, smash the like button. But I would like more of us black women to kind of support, because here's what's happening. Um, I've been noticing this too. Um, even though I myself don't even cover it as much as I could and should and will be, um, we pay so much attention to other things that are like surrounding just men, right? So we end up in, in vicariously being kind of like, male worshipers in a way, you know, and so it's like if they're putting out pieces about empowering women, black women buying houses, we should be showing support for that content. We should be pushing that up the, the algorithm. We should be having the likes. We should be having the views. We should be having interest, you know, reflecting that we're interested in content that has to do for the betterment of us as a collective. And I'm just not seeing the numbers and it is disheartening. To see something like this that only has 22 views, you know, only 272, um, I mean, 20, 272 views and only 22 likes, like that should be 200 likes, 250 likes, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all let's, let's support each other. Let's support, you know, when these news com news channels go out and they cover these pieces, they don't have to, right? So let's go ahead and play this. In Street in West Baltimore, you'll find a tight-knit community connected by string lights and shared experiences. A block where almost every home has a brand new brick front and a bright white door. It's hard to believe this same block was a cluster of eyesores just four years ago. Vacant homes that the city was set to tear down. I can see why people would think that they should just be torn down, but honestly, they're doable. 
they're absolutely doable and people want to live here. And so just to give you context, the person who's talking, they just showed her name on the screen because I... People would... Hold on. Oh, gosh. Vacant homes that the city was set to tear down. I can see why people would think that they should just be torn down. But honestly, they're doable. So this is Shelly Halstead. She's a founder and executive director for Black Women Build Baltimore. Okay, if you ever get a chance to watch the new news clip, it's one of the best three minutes you will spend. They're absolutely doable and people want to live here. Shelly Halstead is a carpenter by trade. She saw potential here when no one else did. Where others saw a demolition site, she saw dream homes and a way to make dreams come true for black women who want to own homes. She got city leaders to hold up the demolition and sell her four homes on this block for $5,000. Homes she wanted to restore for people she wants to empower. I knew that if I could finish one and prove the point that this was possible, that we could save these houses and have a black woman become a homeowner, that we could continue to do more. What started as buying just a few houses turned into transforming whole blocks and transforming lives. Halstead started Black Women Build Baltimore, recruited a group of black women and started teaching them how to restore these deteriorating homes. We basically put it back together. We do floors, doors, cabinets, trim, tile, windows, fences, painting. With the help of subcontractors, they've completed 13 homes. They have 25 more in the pipeline. You're on Edding Street, Lawrence Street, Division Street, and Sarah Ann Street. While women learn to work on the homes, they also learn to work to build wealth. We help them manage their credit and help them budget and increase savings. All to get them to this moment, where they're holding the keys to their own home. A home they've helped rebuild. That's so exciting because, again, it's just like they're not sure. And then at the end, they're just like, oh, this is mine. And they they have a lot more freedom. Oh, hold on one second. Let me go back. This thing doesn't... Rebuild. That's so exciting because, again, it's just like they're not sure and then at the end they're just like oh this is mine so this is tanika garibaldi she's the program manager for black women build baltimore okay and they, they have a lot more freedom so far nine women have come through the program and bought a home they worked on halstead hopes to add more by helping them build the foundation of their own home and a foundation for a better future. This really is an investment in their future, right? This will, being a homeowner, will change the trajectory of what they can do for the rest of their lives. The organization just bought two vacant homes here on Edding Street. The next step is to fix those up. For more information on how you can support Black Women Build Baltimore and how you can get involved, you can visit our website. Here in West Baltimore, I'm Brianna Ross, WBAL TV 11 News. And so I just love that. I love that they are building things, right? Um, it sounds like what they are doing, like from what um, I could grasp from listening to it, is that she will buy the properties. Like she, like it sounds like she got some for five thousand. So I think she might be leveraging the, um, oh my gosh, those those tax tax zones. Um, uh, I just had it on the tip of my tongue because I used to, to work on that when I was. <laughs> it's still early in the morning, but um, it, it will come to me. But 
So she bought some units for 5000 and then what she'll do is each homeowner will help with the restoration of their home. It is a beautiful, like if you get a chance to look at beautiful interior, very modern. And so it's that sense of pride, like not only being able to buy it, but also being able to put in the work, like, and then knowing how to maintain it too. I am not really made for, you know, like doing type of stuff. I don't have to do the painting, but looks like they're in there you know, measuring things and um, all the stuff that comes with construction, right? And I just love that she's using her um, her talent. So she's a like certified or licensed construction worker. And now she's using those talents to pay it forward. I absolutely love it. I love what it means for... Um, I also love that they're addressing the financial literacy aspect of it in terms of like how to um, take care of their credit score and take care of their savings. So that is going to pay. When I talk about, um, and I, I'm I'm trying to heal y'all because I think um, I went through some stuff like even over the past weekend and I uploaded the videos and the podcast and I took them back down. But I, as I was kind of talking this stuff out, it was cathartic and I realized like I'm wounded, like I am legit <laughs> bleeding in some things. And so that's not the space I want to be in. And so, but with that being said, I wanted us to focus more on like, okay, what, what can we do as us women? How can I shift the focus to be really, truly woman centric, right? So, but anyway, so I love that they're, they're focusing on the financial literacy. I talk about how, yeah, the reason I was saying it is because I, I just, I want us to um when when you when I say that you get way more payback on on working with women, that's something that's gonna pay generations to come, right? If you're teaching them to be financially savvy, working on their credit score, working on their savings, preparing for retirement, not only do they get to keep their house, but the thing is if they keep their house, they can pass it on to their grandkids, they can pass it, you know. If they need to, they can revert. Worst case scenario, they can do a reverse mortgage on it so that they it can carry them out and they have somewhere else to stay. You know, versus having to rent from someone. If they want to, now that they're a homeowner, they can leverage that to buy other homes and do the same thing for their children. This is hopefully information that they will pass on because I think even when I and and I I understand my parents' humanity fully for what it is. The more I became an adult. But I think that, like, even with my parents, they they went through a lot, right? And so, but one of the things, not only did they shelter us from what was going on in the world, um, but they also sheltered us from, like, the struggles and the hardships. And so, but within those struggles and hardships, there are so many gems, you know? Like, there's steps to home ownership or financing and education. And so... It's like, don't take for granted, like you're ever in that position where you're learning how to put in those um, applications for the for housing and stuff like that. Teach that, pass that on to your kids. And, and that's why I say like, it really pays. One of the other um, news clips that I want to do a feature on, it was so cool because she was saying the same thing in her lane in the sense of like, when it comes to food, when you educate the woman about... Um, healthier meals and how to prepare them. Even when you think back, she was talking, I'm kind of spilling the beans a little bit, like how she talks about how when you think of slavery, back in the days of slavery, 
black women were feeding the nation. Literally, they were paying it back, paying it forward, paying the current. So not only were they preparing the meals for what the for their slave owners, for their slave owners' children, they were doing what they could with the meals for their children, right? And in aspects trying to make it taste good and to have to some degree nutrients and to have to some degree things that all of us um, consider that brings the family unit together, right? When we think of good times, we like to eat with our families and that's times that we spend sitting together, talking together. That's part of the reason, like, even though I'm not, you know, I don't really celebrate holidays anymore, like, I still love Thanksgiving. I still love, you know, Christmas because it means I get to get together with my family and the meals that, that go into it. So, but anyways, let's, let's just kind of play some key pivot points here. Um, right around the time where she starts talking. Tear down. I can see why people would think that they should just be torn down. But honestly, they're doable. They're absolutely doable and people... And I love that too. I You know, this is the third time I'm playing this. And um, just, I love that whole idea too of like, instead of tearing things down, like the beauty I think of, of what lies within women inherently is kind of like, how do we breathe life into it? How do we restore it? How do we bring back beauty for ashes, right? That's kind of like, I think what appealed to me listening to that. Want to live here? Shelly Halstead is a carpenter by trade. She saw potential here when no one else did, or others saw it. I love this too. I want to talk about this too. Um, so we're going to kind of just go in a little bit. I think that there are things that are inherently in a women, for the most part. I, you know, you're going to have women that they've lost their, their way and type of thing. I don't really have, I don't want to spend too much time trying to figure out like where they went wrong, but... For the most part, us women have this thing about wanting to speak life into things, right? And she said something here. Carpenter by trade. Oh, she said that she saw the potential. And so what if us women were able to redirect our ways of, of, of trying to build things up? Like, you know, to focus on building up the community, building up other women, right? Building up for our children, like just shift the focus a little bit. I do have a podcast and this is when I was recording. I started, I'm going to do a podcast that's considered like consider the, the source. It's going to be titled consider the source. I'm only talking as, in particular to single women because I find I, <laughs> as, as simple as it sounds, what I figured out from my recordings and stuff and, and allowing myself to sort things out. Part of the, 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 it, it, the sisterhood can work, but I think you have to understand the narrative that you're working in. So if you if you're taking advice from people like especially for single women, right? So if you have somebody who's married and has like male children, their their information, their advice to women are going to be different. I got this from Princella because she talks about the phenomenon of the, like the boy mom and I, it was like I heard what she was saying, but I didn't hear what she was saying. Or it was one of those things like I um, once I learned about it, I was just actively listening. And then I could see where it's like, wow, this person is out here telling all like, oh, you know, women need to do this and this. And it's like, no, you need to do that for your son. But I am not obligated to your son. I'm not obligated to your husband. I'm not obligated to 
take on those things. That is your responsibility. And I think that there's a lot of um, pull for the attention of the single woman, right? I think that the way that the single woman is going to get ahead is if she can identify if she wants to stay single, then listen to people who are happily single. If you want to be in a relationship, then listen to people who are in a successful relationship. And if you if, if you listen to those operative words, who is in a successful relationship, because you can mess around and listen to like the Ayanas and the Tabitha Browns and the, you know, whoever, you know, regular content creators talking about my man, my man, the whole time, the whole man's the whole entire felon, you know what I'm saying? But let them tell it. So, but, um, I feel like if you want to be married, there are steps that you're going to need and you're going to have to learn how to filter out who is not only a healthy person themselves, but has a healthy partner to get that outcome. Because everybody out here talking about my man, my man, my man, no. And then if you want children, um, and or have children, and especially I think with, with male children, I understand it because when people would call into um, her channel, um, and I'm going to come back to the housing thing, but when people would call into Princella's channel and they would have concerns about having boys, there was two categories within that. You have the mom that understands what they're working with, and it's not trying to bring other women into their dynamic as opposed to you have women that have boys and then now they're expecting all the women to like take on the toxicity and to continue to coddle their sons when we're being told not to coddle their sons. But so with that being said, um, that, that, that I guess was bound to come out anyways, but back to the housing thing, it's like, that's why I was saying like us women have to figure out how to, um, where are we putting our, 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 our energy, right? So I feel like we're going to get way more payback working with other women. And then within those women, it's like, I'm, I'm learning not to tear down other people's castles per se. I still want to be woman centric. Like I can empathize with single moms or moms that have sons, uh, a whole entire time. I'm glad it's not me, but don't, don't be out here trying to make me cash app your son because he's a single father like that no please stop um but <sighs> that that was gonna come out y'all that was gonna come out but um let's finish listening to this right so we talked about how she want like the breathing life aspect of that women tend to have the um idea of wanting to build up um, let's shift that focus from trying to build up men. And I think that's why I went on that tangent, because if you're a boy mom, build that boy up. If you're a, a husband, build that man up, right? And I know that the language is kind of different, but that's the energy they be coming on. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to stay away from these channels. <laughs> so, but, um, but for the rest of us, I think that are um, have identified and, and solidified that we want to be single, that we enjoy being single, that we still have a purpose. Let's focus on building up each other. You know how? And so I'm shifting the focus to like, OK, what what can I do? I've talked about this before, and it is a lifelong process um, in my own little way of like, OK, coming into financial literacy understanding stuff or maybe I'm still in another year out from when I'm able to really start to help people and pay it forward in terms of like trading stock and stuff like that 
But then it's like, oh my gosh, can you imagine if they learn how to trade? And so while they're on the job, they're getting in and out of signals. And then now they can fully finance like their down payment and really fund, fully fund their retirement accounts in tandem with home ownership. And then we're teaching that to the kiddos. It's like, how do I, you, you hear that shift from like the stuff I used to follow before. So, and I, I look low key, I'm going to say like, I don't know, to me, X, Y, Z are a little bit of a lost cause. But like I said, I preface it and said like, if you're out here married, take care of your man, your man, your man, your man. And if you have male children, then God bless you. God has blessed you. Figure it out. But don't, don't have us trying to come around and take care of your sons. Like, no. <laughs> Anyways, let's keep listening to this. He saw potential here when no one else did. Where others saw a demolition site, she saw dream homes and a way to make dreams come true for black women who want to own homes. She got city leaders to hold up the demolition and sell her four homes on this block for $5,000. Homes she wanted to restore for people she wants to empower. I knew that if I could finish one and prove the point that this was possible, that we could save these houses and have a black woman become a homeowner, that we could continue to do more. What started as buying just a few houses turned into transforming whole blocks and transforming lives. Halstead started Black Women Build Baltimore, recruited a group of black women, and started teaching them how to re restore these deteriorating homes. I love that too, right? Because when we think about how our culture, we tend to kind of have like the toxic aspect of recruiting where it's like recruiting our young people to sell drugs, to get into gun violence, to, to get into a life of crime. I love it because it's like reach back to those women, recruit them, identify them and say, hey, let's build something together. And I love it too. I'm huge on like replicating things i'm huge on scaling and i think the more that i've learned about trading like it's really a beautiful process because um what like once i fully understand even though it was just within the last month and i've heard of this now you can scale this if if we can have a black women build baltimore we can have a black women build san francisco we can have a black women build new orleans we can have black women build new york new orleans no, in New York, we can have a black woman bills in Florida. And so now we can replicate this model. And so it's, I love it too, because now it makes it, um, this idea of network, right? This idea of community, this idea of supporting each other. Um, and it's so cool too, because when she's buying these houses and blocks, like if you get a chance to watch the video, so they're kind of like, um, they're kind of like town townhomes. So there's like, if she's basic, oh, I know what the name of the program was, Buy the Block, Buy the Block. I Yeah. So when I actually had gotten um in a, a nonprofit working with that, I was supposed to be the state representative for it. But, but, um, and so I was meeting with like legislators and stuff like that, mayors, um, and that type of a thing. But... What is so cool is that how cool I, I talk about like the way I'm going, I would prefer to live in a woman based community. I would prefer to live in a community where it's a gated community of other women that are happily single and we can come out and just water our lines in our shorts if we want to. Hey, Miss Robinson. Hey, Miss Smith. Hey, Miss whatever. You know, walk our dogs, have our community gym workout place if we don't already have one in our house and 
swim at the like just and so these women are going to be living next to each other knowing that they helped to build their own house so that sense of community of like not wanting to tear down that other person's house or devaluing it and so because you live there and it's home for you you're going to be careful about who you bring into that house and you know making sure that it's a safe community and you're going to be definitely neighborhood watching like uh that person not not from around here that's not my neighbor's son or daughter who's this Susan's hey you expecting company whatever what have you like that sense of community that sense of safety that sense of camaraderie and um I also love that it's it's a skill that they can um be employable with, right? There's always going to be a demand for people to build things, like people to be able to use their different skills to build more houses, right? And or if you're renovating or refurbishing or that type of a thing, right? There's always going to be a demand for that. I know one of the electricians that we like to use, she's one of the best in the county. Electrician, it's a woman, and um you know god has blessed her because so sweet right so sweet and had a hard hard life and here it is somebody trained her and so she's small so she can get into all the crawl spaces but she's good at what she does and it's like i will have her be my electrician and come into my house i feel safe and comfortable with her as opposed to me having to have a male electrician coming to my house and then i'm like having to have like my brother come over or my dad be on the phone with me or or something or be like hey i'm expecting this person to come over ask the 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 company like is this person what's their you know history like i don't want them to be in my house just trying to attack me in the process or come back and and cause harm so um and so yeah i would take a female electrician any day if i have to get renos on my house i'm gonna take a woman all day every day if a woman can do plumbing reconstruction, tile work. I I and I'm happy with my landscaper, but let me find mess around and find out there's an all women crew of like that does landscaping, right? And so I just love it because then we get to stimulate each other. I think that I've taught um I don't I'm not sure at this point which ones I've uploaded or not. And I talk about reparations and I talk about like if I was white people, I would definitely give reparations. I'd be in favor of it because I understand how the black community works. Like, y'all, listen, because black the black community does not have an infrastructure to keep the money within themselves. Trust and believe if and when, when reparations are given, most of the black men are going to marry white women. Huge transfer of wealth, uh, white men, they're going to marry white women that transfer of wealth is going to zip right on back out the community. It's white men's daughters that's going to benefit the most from this biracial children, which I don't have a problem. I have biracial, a biracial niece. But I think also um, when you talk about how money only circulates like one, within four hours, it leaves our community. Um, whereas in other communities, like especially the Latino community, they hire only Hispanic and it, especially in the insurance sector, you can have a whole insurance um, group of just Hispanic people that only speak Spanish. They don't have like black, Chinese, white, no diversity. Like they are thick as thieves, right? Whereas I think with anytime you have with black insurance groups, they're going to have diversification. They have white people, Hispanic people, Asian people. Asian, same thing too. If you have an Asian insurance group, all of them, them are Asian. They're, they aren't, they're not diverse. Caucasians might have like their token black insurance agent, like their black female insurance agent or their black male insurance agent. 
But but I talk about how like in other communities it it can circulate seven times, twelve times. And so with her employing other people to um to work with her, guess what? Now you're putting money in their pocket, right? Now I can hire her to come and do some work on my door frames or do patio work or install a pool or that type of thing, or add a room or add a second floor, right? So now that money circulates in our community a little bit. And then she goes to a restaurant owner that's black owned. That's that's a woman black, you know, restaurant owner type of thing. And so now the money can kind of hit home a little bit, help our economy out a little bit. When when mom is financially stable, now she can take care of her kids the way that she really wants to. Right. We basically put it back together. We do floors door and this this that what if you look at it, the one minute mark one minute and 30 second it is beautiful work beautiful work doors cabinets trim tile windows mm -hmm. fences mm -hmm. painting with the help of subcontractors they've completed 13 homes they have 25 more in the pipeline Beautiful, right? So you hear about that. Um, subcontractors. What do you think subcontractors mean, right? Subcontractors, those are people that are getting paid out, right? So now she has other people that she's partnering with, sense of community. And actually, oh my God, excuse me. Um, it's called Project Community on here. I don't know if that is... Wow. I'm pretty sure when I take a picture of the thumbnail, you're going to see Project Community the word unity is under a house. I don't know if that's her thing or if they're just, I don't know, but the logo speaks volumes, right? Community is about those last one, two, three, four, five letters, unity, right? Coming together, subcontractors that are employed. And I think about, like, I learned about um, government contracts from my last, my last um, relationship. And so, yeah, those are very lucrative, Right. Because then now they can get funding and that's a great way to stimulate the economy. You know, some people talk about reparations and stuff. I It's, it's non-negotiable to me in that it's owed. But in the meantime, in between time, like there's money to be made. And I think that in, you know, women, um, women and black women, there's there's funding out there, but we just don't know how to get at it. And part of it is you have to be specialized. You have to be in a certain niche, but the money is definitely out there. So I just love how she took her um, her profession as a as a construction worker to pass that skill on to other women. Right. And listen, I, I like when I think that when I um, when women's workmanship, too. It's like they pay attention to the details, the thoroughness type of a thing. I just, I, I'm here for it. I am so here for it, right? You're on Edding Street, Lawrence Street, Division Street, and Sarah Ann Street. While women learn to work on the homes, they also learn to work to build wealth. We help them manage their credit and help them budget and increase savings. All to get them to this moment where they're holding the keys to their own home. That is beautiful because I um think about the impact that just this one woman alone is going to have. <clears throat> right? It it it, it takes time, but now their credit scores are going to be healthier, right? They're going to be homeowners, right? So 
And they talk about the 25 more units that they have, which is really cool because if she was able to take her $5,000 and now they have income to where not only are they paying their mortgage, but now they say, okay, you know what? Let's go on a joint venture where let's break off into five. So um, each one of us put $1,000 towards a next purchase of 5000 and then we'll get back not only a return, um, but we'll also teach these other five women. And so you'll get your money back in those ways too. I am so here for this, you know, and we can view, you know, like these buy back the block things. They were not, I, I think that because a business person is going to see a business opportunity, but I low-key kind of do believe some of the things that happen. Low-key, right? Not the most popular opinion. They're really for our best interest because if you think about it, it's to a point where wealthy people are kind of figuring out like, oh, I don't really want to buy something in Chicago because it's going to be like, the insurance is going to be high. There's going to be lots of crime. I won't be able to go in there and check it myself without protecting myself. Those opportunities are there for, you know... The, the citizens of that area, that too, the locals to leverage it. Now, that being said, that being said, I, I wouldn't want, like, if you're a woman in those, like, high crime areas, get out, get out, <laughs> you know, type of a thing. But let's see if we can finish this out. I'm at the 30 minute mark. A home they've helped rebuild. That's so exciting because, again, it's just like, they're not sure. And then at the end, they're just like, oh, this is mine. And... They have a lot more freedom. So far, nine women have come through the program and bought a home they worked on. Halstead hopes to add more by helping them build the foundation of their own home and a foundation for. And she has a key principle too, because if you've ever worked in like nonprofit or if you've ever worked in like community services, you have to have them. Um, I think that even when we're working with other women, the propensity is you want to give it to them, right? You want to hand it over. But the, the part of the reason that I believe that she's making them work on their own homes is because when you give people stuff, they don't appreciate it. And that goes to relationships, too. And that can be exploited. And so you want to make sure that you're paying it forward to good seed. So it's that whole idea of like, I put in the work to sand the floors, to, you know, redo the stairs that if you if you look at the video you see where they um beautiful job on the stairs and the railway i put up that fence you know so i talk about this too like it i think that part of the reason i i it's easy for me to switch over to supporting law enforcement is because i know what it's like to own things and i know what it's like to call them when somebody's breaking into my house at two in the morning i know what it's like when like even with my car y'all know i was so hurt when somebody hit my car because that's my baby, I've been making payments on it. It's paid off now, but made payments on it. That's in, and I do attach to my cars too. I know it's material, but, but I know what it's like to own something. So when you talk about somebody just hitting it or taking it for a joy ride or just um, reckless regard for it, it's kind of like, They've ne they've never owned it, so they don't appreciate it. If you if you ever and and um I had to learn this from somebody too. I remember when I was selling my first house, and I had relatively new furniture. Um, I barely used it. It was kind of like used for staging, anyways. But I spent most of my time in my master bedroom, 
And so, yeah, I would have company over, but for the most part. And so my thing was like, oh, I got this huge blessing. I had all these plans to go into like redeveloping properties. And I was like, well, let me just pay it forward. There's a family who needs it. And so um, the woman, she was like, nah, she's like, if you want to give this to a family, you need to charge them, even if you charge them $100, because if you give it to them, they're just going to treat it like trash. They're going to treat it like dirt. Sell it to them for cheap, but don't just give it away because if you just give it away, they're not going to value it. And I had to learn that early. That was, you know, I think I've had an ongoing life of coming into wealth and understanding how to manage it, how to navigate all of those those nuances and those conversations and stuff like that. And so that's why part of the reason it's like, yes, I bought it for 5000 Yes, I can basically hand you the keys but can you, do you have a sense of ownership? Because it's like easy gotten, easy go, right? If you, if it was just given to you, you're not going to fight for it. You're not going to feel like you literally invested, like you have skin and game in it, right? And a skin and blood, like you don't have skin in it and you don't have that sense of ownership, right? The rest of us who've had to work for our, you know, to come up with a down payment, it's like, you think I'm going to let just anybody come and run all up and through my house or do things like, nah, you know what it's like to come up with a down payment and pay that mortgage every month? That's like, that's mine. I'm going to fight for that. I'm going to work for that, right? Um, and and again, too, when, when, you, when um, the book, the book that's called Walls of Abundance talks about this, too, and it talks about how important it is to not only plant good seed and plant it in good soil, you have to nurture it because it's one thing to give them the home, but if they don't know how to keep their credit, which part of good credit is paying their their stuff online. For those of you who are still dating, it's like, I think it's a great point when they say like, I don't just want a guy that makes six figures. What is his credit score tell you because are they making those payments consistently? Are they keeping their debt ratio low? You know, um, it's easy because especially when it comes to home ownership, it's easier for you to um, leverage your credit, you know. And so, but how do you use that responsibly, right? What does that look like? What are the parameters that you need to be within? All right, so I'm already over 30 minutes. Let's just finish this out. But I think I've said most of what I need to say. <laughs> A better future. This really is an investment in their future, right? This will, being a homeowner will change the trajectory of what they can do for the rest of their lives. The organization just bought two vacant homes here on Edding Street. The next step is to fix those up. For more information on how you can support Black Women Build Baltimore and how you can get involved, you can visit our website. Here in West Baltimore, I'm Brianna Ross, WBAL TV 11 News. So, and I love it too, like I said too, because WBAL News, they don't have to be out here featuring what's helping us Black women. Right. They don't have to have a black woman that's the news anchor covering a story on other black women. So I think that it has to be a two way street like we have to show up for ourselves. Right. Get out here. Follow what's happening. There's a lot of news trending for black women. Again, news people don't have to cover this. But now that they're covering it, let's put those likes in there. Let's get those views in there. Let's that's what woman centric is. Right. It's at this point. It's more than a like, but it, it also speaks to what are your interests, right? Like, it's one thing to continue to kind of talk about what 
<laughs> the dysfunction that's going on with the X, Y, Z, and that type of thing. But let's, let's reward, you know, like show a way to reward. Like, thank you for focusing on us. Thank you for spreading the news. The news, thank you. News is, yeah, it's early in the morning. I just woke up and uh, I'm in a good mood, but obviously I'm having a hard time talking. So, but let's reward, you know, that they're, Finally, putting us, giving us hotlight, highlights, hotlights, highlights, and and spreading the good news and building awareness and and using their media, using resources, hiring people, having courage, having air 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 airtime for things that pertain to us, y'all. Because at one point in time, what I don't want it to happen is that now we get the news media that we've been saying we've been wanting. We get the news attention we say we've been wanting and it's not lucrative. Life is business. Life is business. And if it's not lucrative and they're not getting the views and they're not getting the likes that we like the content, if I, as a business person, like I talk about this too, it, why, why? (laughs) and I think that sometimes people don't understand the business aspect of life. Like if it's one thing to be entitled, which is just as bad as what the XYs are doing, right? So all right, I'm over my 30 minutes. I'm going to go find something to eat. I want something kind of fun. I don't like maybe sushi, but mm, I don't know. I'm going to go get myself into something. It's We're going into the holiday weekend. Um, but yeah, so I'll talk to you all on the flip side. Until the next one. Bye.